Hi guys, this is the Chronicles of Podcast with a very important announcement. This show is dedicated to our wonderful, wonderful hero and legend as part of the part of our team, Miss Ori Kimbler. We love you very, very much, adore you, and are always here if you ever need us. We love you, Ori. Mwah. It's about getting into schools and talking to young people because, you know, I, I know that people can change. Uh, and, it, and it's about talking to people and getting them to understand and perhaps step back from violence and, and prejudice and whatever. And we just need to work together and keep on the good fight there. Absolutely. Hey there, guys. We are ecstatically happy to announce that we are associated with the Sophie Lancaster Foundation. The times are changing, and with the unfortunate death of Sophie, those changes have made a massive impact for the future. If Sophie was with us still today, I can guarantee what you are doing will still be reaching so many lives of young teenagers, young adults, and those who wish to be as different as possible. So thank you very much. To find out more about this incredible foundation and all the work they do, and more importantly, how you can help, head on over to www.sophielancasterfoundation.com. Hey, honey bunny, it's Rivka Reyes. This is Ron Wasserman, the nut that wrote Go Go Power Rangers. I'm Noel McNeil, and once upon a time, I was a bear in a big blue house. It's Rab himself. It's Paul Rugg, the voice of Freakazoid, and you're listening to the Chronicles of Podcast with Tom and Jamie. Hala! Get them game show waves in, boys and girls, and then bring it in with your game show smile. Excellent. Welcome to the 67th edition of the Chronicles of Podcast. Jamie, I do believe that these are the chronicles, the chronicles that are right here, right here and now. Uh, forgot about Dre? No, that was the, no, that's a future episode. Don't tell them about that. They forgot about Dre. Who keeps forgetting about Dre? I'm oh, sick of it. Oh, um, but these are the chronicles right here of uh, Eastier Fjord, am I right? Oh, they are. Very well pronounced, sir. Wonderful. Thank you very much. I'll swim. Hit it! Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 67th edition of the Chronicles of Podcast. And these are the Chronicles of Isiafjord. It is I, the bearded brummy Jane and me, and joining me, as always, as always, this handsome bugger over here. It sounded like you said titties at the end of that. <laughs> titties. You went, titties. <laughs> so, what was the yeah. song? Oh, I thought you'd get it this week. I gave you what I thought of one that I knew you'd know. Ooh, suck on my chocolate salty balls. Yeah, sorry. Sounded Absolutely. nothing like it. I tried. Well, I think it did, <laughs> but I was just I was just going, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah. So anyway, so, so um, Jamie, yes, I was on a train to Cheltenham on Friday night, right? And um, I was just minding my own business, and my phone stopped playing music because you know signal on trains fucking shit. And the lady next to me, well, not next to me, but she's the uh, talking to a lady to the side. Out of nowhere, just went, you know, the NHS, the no help service. Ooh, whoops! And all I want to say to her is, fuck off. Um. 
I don't. If you've got an issue, like it. It's when people try and make out that they've got an issue with something, but don't want to say it to that person directly. So I'll accidentally say it out loud and go, oh, well, did I just say that? Oh, God, God, I'm so cool. Let me guess, love. You had to wait an extra couple of days for your doctor's appointment. Oh, I'm so sorry. I think it was something to do with being in A&E and waiting for about five hours or something. And That's it's actually like, pretty good, five hours. Why don't you go and speak to the people at the very, 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 very top in what we call the government, uh, where they've decided not to put, actually put any money into the system, you know, so doctors and nurses and everyone, they're really fucking struggling to actually get paid, get the hours in, there's no, everyone's left, Brexit's caused a lot of issues. Maybe you might want to start there, um, and then if that's all hunky-dory and you have with that then maybe you can slag the nhs off as much as you like but if i'm really truthful suck a dick i mean you might enjoy that um the biggest most girthiest one that hurt the jaw that one or guess get cut in half or something or i don't know just, and then yeah, go, just... go to an nhs service to get help i feel don't i feel that people it, i feel like people who slag it off and are like oh my god so shit should have to go private yep. you'll okay. go okay you go and pay your five grand to get your toe fixed all right Completely agree. So, if you don't so, like the service, don't use it. Simples. That gets my massive whinge out of the way. Um, <laughs> Welcome to Tom's anyway, political corner. Let me uh, start off by saying, Jamie, why is it when you sleep really fucking well, you always feel way more knackered the next day? So it's almost a case of like, let's see what you could have won. Like, do you know what I mean? It's very much a case of that, isn't it? That's a great way of putting it. I like that. You are absolutely right, though. On those very rare occasions that I get a really good night's sleep, I'm knackered. But if I'm one of those, oh, I'm going to get four hours sleep, I've got to be stupidly early for work, I wake up and like, ah, let's go. I don't get it. I don't yeah, get it. it's very much like a game show. I, You know, if you sleep really well, you've won the washing machine. But let's see what you could have won. But if you sleep really horrifically, you've won the holiday. It's really odd. I, I just found, It was a conversation I had with my manager uh, last week because we were both like, we slept amazing, but we're both like, Jesus Christ, like, is it, is it Friday? Like, what the fuck's going on? Who am I? Where are you? Why am I here? What's this? Is this a computer? Um, it very much felt a bit like that. Yeah, I, I don't understand. The human body is a very weird thing. It makes no sense. No. Any doctors? Um, nobody lets us know, mate. No one does. I know, they, they never do. It's nice to say it, isn't it? Apart from Dan- Daniele, our new Brazilian friend. How are you doing? You okay? Nice to thank you for listening to the show, checking us out. We really appreciate it. Um, legend. Uh, hi to Brazil. Um, yeah. So the other thing that I wanted to get, I wanted to touch base on before we get into the, uh, you know, the huge, um, is me and Keris were driving back from uh, the uh, retail park and we're driving down a massive main road and it was, it was a bit of a traffic jam. So we were sat there for a bit and waiting. All of a sudden, the car in front, this kid in the passenger seat just got out, ran to the other car in front, shook it up and down a little bit, ran back into his car. What the hell? I was like, I was, and all I could think to myself was, oh, my days. I wish I was as cool as him. I wish I had the balls, you know, to get out of Keris's car, run to the car in front bounce it up and down a couple of times and run back into my car again and find it absolutely hilarious. They obviously <laughs> knew the car in front. The I was only issue say, was, the only issue was because they knew each other, they were fucking around. They kept breaking in front of each other, which is horrifically dangerous. Well, yeah. Um, 
yeah so we ended up going around in the end we we're like yeah we're not playing this game this is not this is not funny at all in any way shape or form um i'm just good i'm not as cool as him to go and uh, rock a car for no reason in the middle know, of the main road me. i mean when i looked when you told me about the guy the first thing i thought is i really wish he'd go play in traffic but it's not quite what i meant but still I mean, they had the time of their life, mate. They were they were laughing like you wouldn't believe. It. I was like, "Really? Is it that funny? Fuck! Take it to the stage. Take it to the world stage. Go and go and tell everybody about it. If it's that funny, fuck! Obviously, people are missing out here. They need they need to hear this story. How old were they? They must have been university students. Oh dear lord! But yeah, poor behaviour. I'm not. I'm not standing for it. I'm not standing for it this week. This, this is um, Jamie and Tom's bitter, angry beginning today. Fuck everyone. Yeah, you're not getting, yeah, <laughs> not getting any laughs or hilarity, hilarity <laughs> moments today. They can all fuck off. No, I'm joking. I, um, that's it. But go on. I was going to say, I have something to bring to the table. If you have something else first, let's continue. No, I've, I've given you three things. You might as well give me yours and I'll give you my final one. Okay. Wait, it was, it was just one I was thinking of earlier. I was watching 24, obviously. And there's a scene Excellent. in it where... I believe I'm trying to think now. I believe there were farmers. They were speaking in Spanish. And there's no subtitles whatsoever. So I'm thinking to myself, oh, there's a reason there's no subtitles here. There's some plot here that we're going to find out later. I was thinking, if you spoke Spanish, have you just had the entire plot of this program ruined for you? Like the juicy bits they're saving for you to find out later. Could you understand what they've just said? It is not a secret to you. Do you get Um, what I'm trying um, to say? I do, but I'm gonna I'm gonna really ruin you here, and I'm really sorry. Um, obviously, when that was released, subtitles weren't really. I don't think were a thing unless you put it on your TV, like teletext type thing. So unless you put that. subtitles on your show, you're not gonna know what they say because it's throughout the whole series of Twenty Four. There's no subtitles. So if you, yeah, so they're, they're literally just either plotting or I know exactly who you're talking about as well. Yeah, it's like right at the start, um, it's like episode one. I just got me thinking, not necessarily just in 24, because I've seen it happen in other shows as well. I was just thinking, like, if you understand languages, is it less of a surprise for you when these things happen in shows? Because I don't of... think so. I think I think they're merely just like, oh, my sheep need cutting. <laughs> it's not really that interesting, to be honest, Dave. So we didn't bother with the subtitles. We'd have wasted the money. Did you, did you bring the drugs? Like, if you're watching, for example, Squid Game, for example, then I would totally understand that you'd put subtitles on and you'd miss everything because it's all in Korean. Um, but I think for little random parts in British or American shows, I think you're fine, if I'm really honest. Yeah, maybe. I was just thinking because it was quite like a deep, in-depth conversation we were having. I was like, oh, there might be some juicy details going on here. Really, they could be saying, you know what, Jack Bow, we've done this. Drugs, drugs, drugs. He's dead. Fuck him. Obviously, there's more plot to that. I haven't carried on with the series yet. I don't know what they are. But, you know, it could have been quite important there. And then the Spanish people watching it going, you just ruined the entire fucking season for me. Shithead. <laughs> Um, I'm also gonna no, actually, I won't. I'll just, they're not Spanish; they're Mexican, but it's okay. Oh, don't, this, don't, the Mexicans don't, speak Spanish. Yeah, but they're Mexicans. They're not. That's what I get. The language Spanish. of Spanish is what I meant. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay, just that's you know fine. I mean. Just making sure. Just making sure. No, um, what I mean. Just a quick one. Just a real quick one. We watched. Uh, we were watching TV last night, and uh, an advert for CX came on, and. Um, so Karis then went, oh, it's actually called sex, is it? And I was like, I think so. She's like, it's actually called sex. I was like, yeah. She goes, I, I would just spell it S-E-X. And she meant C, obviously she meant C-E-X. Just, I know you call it S-E-X. Oh, shit, I meant C-E-X. <laughs> Come on, love, let's go to the bedroom and have some C-E-X. Now, 
I've heard be 50p for your four <laughs> games, thank you. Or you could trade it in for 40 pounds. I'd love to know the conversion systems and everything they use in that place because it's baffling. They double they double the price of what they buy it off you for. Okay. I suppose it's just or something. Okay. Something like that. I remember I went for a job interview in one of them once. <laughs> oh god. Oh no, right. <laughs> no, I've heard it. I heard it on the radio and it said like, come on down to sex. And I was like, wait, what? I genuinely thought it was called CEX. I've never heard it referred to as sex until like last week or the week before. And it blew my tiny immature mind. Yeah, I bet you loved it. Like apparently finding six night McDonald's hilarious. That was hilarious. And what made that funnier was Sam. Because the, I even put that in my thing for the catch-up. But the, we were basically, we were sitting in McDonald's. The person goes, 69. Both me and Sam weren't even looking at each other. And both went, <laughs> And then I look up and Sam goes, it was nice. <laughs> like, you really are my child. <laughs> you poor little sod. <laughs> but yeah, you won't ever talk about him doing it. I don't, don't know. Stop it. Exactly. So... I, <laughs> 13? <laughs> yeah, no, I think I was 13. But still. <laughs> Get into that curious age. No, no, he's not. So how he's are not. you, my friend, anyway? I'm good. I'm a little bit tired because it was my first night shift last night. So I was up about 25 hours before I went to bed this morning. Yay! But, yeah, it yeah. really threw me because obviously I messaged you earlier. I was like, why the fuck isn't you replying? I completely <laughs> forgot you're a night shift, so I do apologise. I was asleep. <laughs> Getting some of them Zs, as I say. But yeah, I'm, other than that, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Good. How about you? I find it so weird how the letter to associate with sleep is a Z. Yeah, I've never understood that it's one. Neither have I, because who makes that noise at night? <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of bees in here. What's going on? <laughs> the lady fell asleep with the vibrator on again. Oh, joking. That's more. That's more ends, isn't it? <laughs> 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 what was it? Sleep's more like <laughs> or a fucking dog bark. Who's going? To... <laughs> oh, I'm asleep. <laughs> it's the greatest sleep ever. <laughs> so he just weird. won't stop so... zing in his sleep. It's a fucking nut. Oh, there's a lot of bees in here, or Mr. Beans just turned up. What's going on? <laughs> That was the best Mr. Bean impression ever. I've never heard you do that before. Oh, I I just just, just straight out of the straight out the box. Never, I just, I never, never unpacked it. I never unpacked that. I just had a look inside, and that's what came out. Um, Anyway, yeah, I'm good, my friend. I'm, 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 I'm all right. I'm all right. Tired, but what's new? Um, Just. Work's just stressful, so it's it's fine. Um, it's just one of those one of those things. But is um, it enjoyable stress? Yeah, I love that. Makes any no. sense? No, it's not enjoyable stress. Um, I just like to get a delegate in, mate. That's all I want. Yeah, I just want to get one person. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, just want to be nice. So, so you didn't manage to lure them in. Yeah, we are. No French people at all. Um, Come on. Have a cock. Come on, have a cock. Ger- Germans, Austrians, and Swiss. They just don't want to play with my foods and sharpen. So I mean, they don't know what they're missing out because that is a girthy food. I, I believe that's a foosball table. I think it is. <laughs> well, I've no idea. I'm just going I was there. watching Community. If you ever seen Community, um, <laughs> and it's the guy from the league, and he's like, 
He's like, hey, don't need Toad. He goes, oh, but I wasn't even touching the fools and shot. And it just really makes me laugh. And um, yeah, uh, the German episode is absolutely <laughs> sensational because Americans playing Germans with English accents. So it's like a German English speaker, if that makes sense. Yeah, okay. So yeah. you know, we had you like, oh yeah. It's basically, <laughs> basically me and you went to play. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I wasn't even touching the fools and the German is such a great language. It's I know. Some, some of the names of the places that I had to find, I'm like, what? <laughs> and some of the job titles are like this long for one word and like, I have absolutely no idea what you... Oh, you're a cook. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like... I'm like, yeah, excellent. That sounds great. Uh, that means I'm a bin man. Before I think of the German accent, I literally just think of this is going to sound weird out of context. Me and you at bedtime. That's all I think of every time. What? Oh, you, yeah, I smell what the rock is cooking, yeah. Oh, God, I forgot all about that. <laughs> These are people. These are people. Doing wrestling quotes in German accents was was great. <laughs> was was fantastic. Oh, I have no idea why we did that, but it was glorious. Anyway. <laughs> Back in the day, my friend, back in the day. Uh, so what have you been doing with yourself, anyway? What have I been doing with myself? Um, I've mostly been rehannering, as always, but as a follow-on for last week, I've got my uniform now, so I'm happy. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, yes. Um, the weekend, I took the kids to Jumping Fun in San in, in Santa? Why are they going to say Santa? In Cheltenham. It's... In, in Santa? How did you get that? I don't know. I don't... I've not even got Santa written on my notes. So I don't know why the word Santa came into my head. So, yeah, basically, I went to throw the turnip and ended up in geography. <laughs> yeah, what? what just happened to my brain? Yes. Let's try that one again. Why are you the... dreaming of being in Santa? Is well, it because you put some tingle all the way? You've got some tingle all the way now. You're I'm, trying, for, you know, I'm trying to get on his nice list. That's all it is. Yeah. Stuff Santa's stocking. I'm an MTS sack, Santa. Uh, um... <laughs> Try that one again. I took the kids to Jumping Fun in Cheltenham. I've never been there before, and it was a lot better. Is that next to the Simpy Gym? Um, it is in between Home Base and the Rock Church. The Rock Church? Yeah, the Rock. It's a church just down from Big Tesco. Is it? Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, how was that? It was great. We got there, and it's basically a r- giant bouncy castle that fills a room. That's the best way to basically describe it. It's okay. incredible. <laughs> it's like a trampoline park sort of thing, but it's not trampolines. It's a bounce castle. It's amazing. There's slides, there's climbing things, there's all sorts in there. We got in there and I was like, you only get an hour. This doesn't feel like a very long time. 10 minutes in, I was like, <gasps> I don't know, I'm going to do another 50 minutes. <laughs> oh, it's for adults as well. Yeah, yeah, adults go in there as well. Yeah, it's great. It's not yeah. one of those things where you, where you take your kids and sit there and go, lovely cup of tea this while they fucking knacker themselves out. That's exactly what I was expecting, but the amount of parents were just bouncing and jumping around in there as well. And I was like, get in, get in. I can act like an idiot. Yeah. And naturally being me, within about 10 minutes, I stumped my toe. And then a little bit later, I hurt my wrist. I was like, hey, yeah, this sounds about right for Jamie. Try and do physical exercise and hurt himself. Yeah, yeah, sounds about right. But that was great fun. And then we took it to McDonald's afterwards. Yeah, it was just a jolly old time. We had a great laugh. Um what else have I been doing this week? On the Sunday, we took Olivia to a party for our friend's son. Just typical kids party where you stand in the corner and wish the earth would open up and swallow your hole. Because 
screaming children. Like it, so. Yeah, no. It's the one part of parenting I absolutely fucking hate is other kids' birthday parties. Just no. I hate it so much. <laughs> um, what else have we done? We did an interview last week, which you are hearing today, ladies and gentlemen, which is absolutely glorious. Um, yesterday, I took Claire out for her birthday because it was her birthday on Sunday. Happy birthday. Um, so we just went to the pub and then we played ghetto golf, which was great fun. I kicked her ass because, you know, she's terrible at golf, apparently. But it's good fun. It was her birthday, mate. What did you do that for? Kicking her ass for? Hurting her. Sure. Right. It's got to be done. Got to teach her his boss, isn't it? I'm dead Who for that. golf? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm the best. I'm, I'm fully aware. Jones. I'm getting the shit kicked out of me when she sees me. <laughs> Um, I mean, in service, is it to her first? Well, yeah, it's very true. Um, <laughs> we put the Christmas decorations up because it finally hit the 1st of December, which, of course, means that the elf on a shelf is back, which 24 days of Jamie trying to think of things to do for the child. I'm so pleased I don't have to deal with this. So said, pleased. Every year, I'm like, oh, I fucking hate this. But her little face every morning... She gets so excited by it. And I was like, do you know what? It's worth it. I don't care. I absolutely love doing it for her. I've done it a bit different this year because she can read better this year. So I've been putting like a little whiteboard in her room and with a clue and she's got to go find him wherever he is. Like I've put him in the fridge eating cheese. I've, I've had him everywhere around the house. At the moment, he's hiding in the Christmas tree with all of her pants. Yeah, okay. And another thing that my dear old daughter has done this week which has made me so very proud we were sat in my bedroom and she goes daddy what's that and points at the power rangers morpher that you so lovingly gifted me a little while back so i was showing her how it works and everything like that and she's like what do they say what do they do so i showed her videos of it she's decided that she's now the pink ranger she literally mastered holding it up and going it's morphing time pterodactyl and I've sat there watching about six or seven episodes of the Power Rangers with her. She keeps running around going, Daddy, I'm Alpha 5. Ay, 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 ay. And I was like, I'm so fucking proud right now. This is the like the best moment. This, this is why you become a parent, to pass on that wisdom and knowledge of all your favourite things when you were a child. <laughs> and it's amazing. And it's made me so happy. That's cool. Got to pass on the Power Rangers. Got to pass on the Power Rangers. Um, yep, yeah, that's pretty much about it, really. I've been quite busy. I said I haven't done a lot, but I actually feel like I've done quite a lot. There we go. But yeah, what about you? Um, so I'm trying to think when we last recorded, I think it was Wednesday, wasn't it? So, um, or some point at last week at some stage of some day at some time. Um, like you said, we did a great interview on a Thursday, which you're listening to right now, which you will be hearing very shortly. Um, it's all sorts of wonderfully mentally batshitly incredible. Um, if you watch the trailer, you know exactly what you're in for. It's yeah, it's great. It's, it's great. Wonderful. Um, Keris went away for her Christmas party in Manchester, so I decided to fuck off to Cheltenham. I didn't want to really want to sit in the flat on my own. Um, so I went and saw Vicky, who I've not seen for nearly two years. Um, she just happened to be free all of a sudden, so I was like, yeah, absolutely. So I went and saw her. Uh, and then on Saturday, I saw Paul for coffee and lunch, uh, and then I bumped into Green on the oh. way to the train station. So we chatted for over an hour. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I've got a train to catch. I better go. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was lush. Cause he was like, should we go get coffee? I was like, I'd love to mate. But I, I, unfortunately I bought a ticket for that train. So I, I have to go. Um, but yeah, it was absolutely amazing to see him. Um, so yeah, uh, came here, 
Um, just been watching the World Cup. Um, but it completed, finished the greatest TV series of all time. Completely finished it. Twenty four season nine is done. You've done it, and it's uh, it's quite weird. It's quite weird. I'd, I'd quite like the tenth, please. I want oh, really? the tenth series. I want a tenth series. They could really wrap it all up, but whether it'll happen or not, I don't know. But I'd love a tenth series. So, is it one of those where um, it's the last, but they've left it a little bit open ended? So, if they did come back, they could if they wanted to. Not massively, but also yes. There's okay. one big thing they could do. So, um, but that's about it. So it could be a nice way to wrap it all up. But I mean, it, 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 what? I don't know. Oh, I thought you were say something. Um, but it was great. It was really great. So uh, then, and obviously NFL Sunday, and then Monday we went to Karis's mum's to do her Christmas tree. So we spent all evening there. Uh, we had Toad and Hole. It was fucking delicious. Uh, put the tree up. She told me she listened to one of our shows. Amazing. And I was like, oh, my God. She went, I have to turn you off, though. You swear too much. And I was like, oh, well, that's fair. I was like, she that's tried. absolutely fine. She, she tried. She was like, but what, she was, what I listened to, I really enjoyed. And I was like, oh, thanks. Cheers, Des. Hey, that. Um, hey, that. Cheers, Des. Yeah. Appreciate that massively. Uh, now, here we are. Work's just been a bit, you know, Rihanna has been, it's been hard. Um but I think time's not been on our side and the Europeans just aren't interested. So mm. it's, uh, I've had a lot of, if you told me about this a while ago, yes, or I would love to, but I'm currently dealing with this. And I'm like, fuck, so yeah. many close, but yet so far. So, um, but other than that, and I've, I've Sasha Braden, Sasha Braden on Saturday hey. night. Um, his brand new single Knuckles is out this Friday, which I'm very, very excited about. Um, and there's a very, very, special movie coming as well that he's done a short yes. film he's out the day before called the dig uh which has some secret messages in it so please watch the dig as well when that is mm. released on thursday night you can you just know we're going to share it all over our socials so you would have seen it anyway so it's all good all a groovy but um i did want to touch upon some things as well before we wrap up the cruxy cruxy bit as we like to call it previous guests jet ski have announced a uk tour yes is going to be amazing i'm going to attempt to be there um february next year birmingham manchester leeds cardiff and london so if you can get on down to any of those shows please do because jet ski were an incredible guest and the songs are just great fun happy times go and have a dance why the fuck don't you Unfortunately, I will not be able to attend Cardiff as I am uh, in London, ready to go to New York City. So, yeah, the timing sorry, of that is so typical. <laughs> typical timing. And today, I don't know if you saw, but Bloodstock announcement, another Bloodstock announcement, have announced fifteen more bands for the for the festival. The Thursday night headliner is Skinned. I don't know if you've ever seen Skinned before. They are. I've listened to them before. They are pretty nuts and cool. I'd love to see them. They're like, you know what I'm like for visual acts that are like add to add a bit of flair to their act, and they're definitely one of them. And I'll be honest, the only other band that stood out to me is Dekesis. They're like a Birmingham-based power metal prog sort of project. I've known a few of the members over the years, so and they are superb. Definitely go and check out Dekesis beforehand because yeah, they are fantastic. Go check them out. Um, yeah. Also. Just quickly before we do move on, uh, I want to give a big congratulations and shout out to former guest Joe Gash, as he has just been 
signed up for the We Will Rock You musical. So he is playing oh. Galileo. So amazing. Congratulations to Joe uh, for getting into We Will Rock You. So, uh, yeah, definitely be checking that little mother out next year. I didn't spot that one. Well, bloody done, Joe. Love it. Yeah, um, and I also uh, just got on, started watching Dead Poet Society tonight. Um, I am currently 40 minutes in. Oh, that's a point. I, I, forgot, I, I forgot you're on nights. So I was like, <laughs> oh, now I have to pause this and wait. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I guess I, I didn't actually mention anything that I've watched this week. Um, obviously, I did mention 24 season three. Great start so far. I'm loving it. Weird seeing Jack in a suit, but I'm loving where it's going so far. Disappointed? Not disappointed, but no, it was just weird. I was like, why are you in a suit? No, not the suit, not the suit thing. Why would I be disappointed? I, be I haven't finished the episode yet. So oh, bollocks. Sorry. Okay. No, no, that's fine. But I did <laughs> I see the whole episode. No, no, no. But I did see something happen which made me a huge sigh of relief. I was literally sat on the train and the car door opens. David Palmer walks out of the car and I was like, oh, Oh, he's still alive, thank God. Yeah. Because as soon as it was like yeah. three years later, it's like, shit, shit. <laughs> oh, huge sigh of relief. Couldn't have, couldn't have President Palmer going anywhere. Wouldn't have been a happy bunny. Um, I've watched Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom randomly because I just felt like watching. I saw the trailer for the new one and I was like, I want to watch the best Indiana Jones film because that's my personal favorite. still going. Like, why are you still bleeding this franchise? Like, why? To be fair, I think even it's the Harrison diehard Indiana Jones are going, yeah, why? <laughs> The fact that they've de-aged him. Why have you de-aged him? It clearly shows he's too old to be doing it. Just pack it in. I'm surprised. I'm surprised Harrison Ford's not caught in the Zimmer frame for these films. I know. But apparently... Oh, oh shit, a boulder's coming. Fuck, a boulder's coming. But apparently he only did the most recent Star Wars movies so he could do another Indiana Jones. He's like, I'll come back as Han Solo if you make another Indiana Jones movie for me. That was the rumour. So Harrison, what are you doing? Oh. He obviously loves him a bit of indie. Um, I've completed Wednesday, which was absolutely fantastic. I really enjoyed that show. Um, I wish you all the best of Thursday. Sorry. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> and I also finally watched the Weird Al movie, and that was weird as fuck. I know it should be with the clue in the name, but yeah, what a strange film that was. <laughs> yeah, not for me. I finished it and I was like, I don't know if I enjoyed that. That was bizarre because it was just, it wasn't a biopic at all. They're trying to, I, d- I don't understand. It's almost like they've run out of ideas for films. Yeah, I think they have. And gone, uh, let's do one about uh, Clancy from The Simpsons. <laughs> You'd love a Clancy. Sorry, this is like, don't like <laughs> what, Chief, not Chief Wiggum? Uh, I don't know. It's not one of my favourites. It's just it's, they've literally just pulled themselves and gone. Oh fuck! We better do a Frasier movie. Are they doing a Frasier movie? No. I was gonna say. So it, it, <laughs> great. Fit. I watched an episode of that yesterday. Oh, what a series! So good. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like they, they just can't decide. They either make a film about something completely random and not use the people they should use it for, or just recreate Jurassic Park. Yeah, pretty much. Or make them Fast and Furious. Yeah. Even Marvel are a bit like, I can't be arsed anymore. They've done, they've just overloaded it. This, what was it? What was it? Sorry, referring to as superhero fatigue because there's just so much stuff. Need to have a break. Just a little settle down, settle down. 
But we never know. Anyway, anyway we've gone on way too long. We Let's are. hear from Brady <clears throat> Stay Cozy. Come on, you. All right. Is this thing on? Well, howdy doody, everybody. This is Braden Barry from Say We Can Fly, founder of Stay Cozy Clothing. Your one-stop shop for the coziest, most fashionable hoodies, t-shirts, and more. Gorsh, Mickey. That's right, folks. And we're proud to say that we are now sponsoring... The Chronicles of Podcast. Ouch. Hosted by Tom and Jamie. <laughs> like, you can get 10% off, man. That's right, Shaggy. Just use the special code, The Chronicles, at checkout. Oh, boy. Still will always be the greatest advert of all time. Of all time. Absolutely. Oh. It's wonderful. Geico with tag teams up there, but it'll still be. Stay cozy will always be the greatest advert of all time. It's just, it's just beautiful. Yes, my friend. I definitely think it's time for Callum's treatments. Oh, bring it on, you handsome mustache man. Do you want to know something? Callum will be able to tell you. And Callum's treatings. It's cereal soup. Ooh. So, as you heard in the introduction, Jamie is obsessed by Callum's Movember mustache that he is now keeping. Um, it's only so for me. If you want to know exactly what Callum's Movember moustache looks like, head over to our YouTube and just watch one of our episodes, most recent ones, or even this one, just to see how, you know, how girthy that that moustache is. Um, But still, welcome to Callum's Street Chains. Jamie? Yes, sir. What is Callum treating us this week? Imagine if someone handed you a box of all the things you lost in your lifetime. What would be the one thing that you missed the most? Oh. Of all the things I've lost. Mind you, because I've lost them, I can't remember what they are. And you know, I was just thinking, what have I lost? I can't remember. <laughs> I think my mind the most. No, um. Oh, my days. Hmm. I literally, for life of me, can't think. I don't know why. Like, there is literally no rhyme or reason to this. You know when you just say the first thing that popped your head? For some reason, the first thing that came to my head is when I lost my toy Sword of Omens from the Thundercats when I was a kid. So as my subconscious went to that, I'm going to say the Sword of Omens. I never watched Thundercats as a kid. Oh, so good. I don't know if it was just because it never it never came into my world, so I never uh, experienced it ever. Because um, you've only got like eleven months on me, so it's not like you're like millions of years older than me. Do you know what I mean? No, no, no. Um, it just I just never it's never breached thine eyes. Um, Transformers did, and I couldn't really get into that for some weird reason. Oh. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm really racking my brain. I'm like I don't know what I've lost. I think it's because I'm so. Pinnacky and organised, like I'm like, <laughs> I don't. Lose I know things. where everything is. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't really. I used to as a child, but like, part of me that was years ago. Um, just... Mother Ginny, <laughs> <laughs> can't remember where that went. No, I'm, I, I am joking. <laughs> I am joking. Um, I don't. I honestly can't answer that question. I, I genuinely cannot think of a thing. Curse me again. This, 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 this. <laughs> But I'm like, nope, I have no idea. Because I've lost it's really, gone it's from really mind, I can't think. It's really pissing me off. I'm like, come on, Brian, come on, Brian, think of something. But I can't even give you like a good answer in any way, shape, or form. I can't. I just can't I'm do really it. Really struggling. 
they're all, fi- they're all yeah. things I can think where they've gone. Like they're broke, so they went in the bin, or they got robbed, or can, I, I don't know. You know where they've gone. Can we make this? Can we make this the audience participation for next week? I can do that. Yes, please. Can we make this? I want to know. I want the for the audience participation for next week. I want it to be this question, and I want it to be Callum. This is what Callum's asking because I shit all over that. That was awful. I I don't have a clue. To be fair, mine exactly wasn't great. It was just the first thing that came to my mind. And I bet if I asked my mom, she'd some be like, t-shirts I know where it is. went here. There's some T-shirts I had back in the day that I don't remember where the fuck they went. So this that might be one. I don't, I don't know. I, ge- I genuinely have no idea. Oh, so know. make it the audience participation. I'd like to know what everybody else's answers are. Okay. So um, sorry about that, Callum. I kind of ruined that one a little bit for you. I know you checked these out, so uh, I'll make it up to you. But we'll make it the participation challenge for next week. Um, so we'll move on. Jamie. Yes, sir. What is Callum treating us <laughs> this week? Animals don't understand the concept of an accident. So your dog just thinks that you got out of bed in the middle of the night just to kick him in the head. Callum? I don't even have a dog and that made me sad. Did you imagine though? <laughs> why did you why did you do that? Master? You like, fucking bastard. That's such a good point though, isn't it? God, you just absolutely twat your fucking head like a Yorkist. So just absolutely <laughs> boot it out the way. You're like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I just flying through the air. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Yesterday but you said I had a beautiful head and floppy ears, and now you're kicking me in it. <laughs> is this why? Is this why cats attack back? Probably. I saw you last night, you motherfucker. I saw you pull my tail and kick me in the stomach. How fucking dare you? Now you will get the claws. <laughs> They're evil. I have a friend of mine who's currently in hospital, potential sepsis because she got scratched by her cat. Cats are evil. What? Yeah, she got scratched by a cat. And she was like, oh, this is, doesn't look good. Went to the hospital. Well, doctors or whatever. They went, yeah, get to A&E. You've, that's going to get sepsis. You need help with that. She's been in the hospital Shit. for two days. Yeah, cats are fucking evil. Wow. Well, there we are then. Fucking hell. There's only one cat on this planet. I'll never say he's evil. And that's Claire's cat because he's just a giant ginger ball with thumbs. He couldn't hurt anyone if he tried. Yeah, that's uh, that's quite a, that's quite a treat, that. That yeah. is quite a treat. I um, think every pet owner has just gone and hugged their animal. She's gone, I'm so I, sorry. I, think I might... I might just start hugging other people's animals. Like <laughs> I know, I know what they, I know what they do. It's okay. I know. It's fine. Come join me. Excuse join me, mate. My <laughs> Excuse me, mate. Why are you hugging my dog and whispering in his ear? <laughs> <laughs> and why? Why, why are you butch? <laughs> and anyway, anyway, let us move on to the finale. What is Callum preaching us this week? You see more suns at night time than you do in the day. Huh? Is that because of... Wait, Wait what? what? <laughs> I feel like we're being really thick again. Well, you nailed this last time this happened. Yeah, I know, but I'm lost this time. See more suns at night time. Lights? No. Yeah? Sun Lighted? set. 
so you're seeing it go down. It's more in your visual eyesight because it's going down. And then at nighttime, when sunrise, it's going back up the other side. It's not quite daytime yet because it's early in the morning. It's still kind of nighttime. That is the only way I can is think it, that that Is works. that what you're going for? <laughs> That's the only way I've got around it. We're going to get Callum in our messages going, you fucking idiots. <laughs> I know. I think it's going to do with lighting, but I'm probably completely wrong. I th- f- Firstly, I thought kids like, well, I haven't got any, so that's <laughs> not that. And then I was like, it's not Sunday. No, there's only... So... My, my dumb ass was thinking of multiple suns. It's like, there's only one fucking sun, you idiot. <laughs> Unless you're Greek. Yeah, that's the Do only you, thing. I was going to say, cause it's, yeah, because <laughs> my dumb ass also went, yeah, but there's moon. Oh, yeah, good point. There's only one sun. <laughs> that's the first yeah, thing I saw. I was like, moon. oh, that... Um, that's that Sunday. So it's either I, I think I don't know if you might be spot on. I'm not entirely sure. Or you just bought a lot of newspapers. Could be that. Could be that. But it's definitely not. It's definitely See not. Piled up on the no laugh, so. waiting to be returned. That's why you see so many. Yeah, I think he might be spot on. <laughs> because in the daytime, I, it's like I, I right above in the clouds. You can't really see it per se, can you? Like the whole world lit up by it. Well, is it going to be two points to Jamie Dore? Is that what this is going to be? <laughs> Jamie Dore. <laughs> well, Jamie Puff just doesn't sound right, so... I don't know, it's not what you normally say. <laughs> Jamie Claw? Jamie Claw? Um, Jamie likes the slivering? Uh, I don't know, anyway. Oh, that's old <laughs> and not funny. Um, I think he might be... Sp- I, I, again, I've ruined the treatments this week. I have no fucking clue what's going on. <laughs> that's <laughs> all I can think what day is it going on here? <laughs> uh, we're recording, are we? Well, okay then. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but some of these changes that just make us look the thickest people on the planet. Is if you're going to listen in this episode going, <laughs> what the fuck are these crazy British people doing? This is bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking shit. Why don't we agree to do this show? Axel <laughs> was beautiful. <laughs> we have 12 trees, you fucking shit. <laughs> VC sun all the time because no trees, <laughs> no de- no no darkness here. <laughs> it's really really light for six months, then it really fucking dark for six months. No, I have no fucking clue what's going on. Very cold. Anyway, we we'll probably stop taking the piss out of our guests. Um, yeah. Anyway, Jamie, another <laughs> great class creatures that we fucking butchered. Absolutely. Thank you very much, so, Callum. I apologise profusely. <laughs> Yeah, so do I. So do I. We'll we'll take our ass kickings. Can I please go first just to get out of the way? Um, because you are one big motherfucker. Uh, but Jamie, I have to follow this. Um, I kind of killed his segment, and mine's going to be fucking unbelievable, hopefully. It's time for Tom's Journal. Here it is. And welcome to another edition of Tom's Journal. I found some unbelievable stuff this week. Incredible. That makes me so happy. Like, I just... Yeah. I, 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 I'm I, excited. Let's put it that okay. way, all right? I'm very excited. Callum, I'm so sorry. I love you. Apologies. Looking forward to having you on the show in two weeks' time. Um, so, Jamie, tips yes. for improving concentration, okay? Okay. So, first of all, make a list of tasks, all right? Yes. Number two... Take on one task at a time, okay? 
This makes sense, yes. So number three, Take On Me was a fun song. Number four, oh, I found the video. <laughs> That's not where I saw that going. <laughs> so good. Can I get some lifestyle I think, tips I think then? Every, I think every single one is like literally just oh, superb, as you would say. I, I have not saying that this week, all right. I noticed. Somebody said that I put this out as a tweet and I thought it was absolutely phenomenal going on our subject of cats from earlier. Genuine question asked, asked out of desperation and flabbergastination right now. How do I stop cats from opening doors? Specifically in the case of circular doorknobs. And this was somebody's answer. And it's fucking fantastic, okay? Well, I tried putting a 25-pound weight behind the door, but then he got strong enough to push that aside. So I had a second 25-pound weight. He managed to push all 50. So I gave up because I realised I was making him buff and angry. What <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking bionic cat is. Like, <laughs> fuck that shit. They're angry enough as it is. You don't need them fucking hench. <laughs> what I'm more scared of, hench, angry cat, or the fact the cat can open a circular door handle. What the fuck? Yeah, what have you taught that to do? Yeah, because it's not just the mechanics of the handle. There's the getting up to the handle as well. They can jump like you wouldn't believe them. Huh? I watched some animal videos, I think it was a couple of days ago, and it's like someone put their tree up, but they'd hung it from the ceiling upside down so they couldn't get to it. They only fucking got to it, didn't they? They literally jumped and got in and was and brought it down from the ceiling and everything. It's like, fuck's sake. Little fuckers. I couldn't be asked. Couldn't be asked with any of that shit. Um, anyway, we move on. So what you're telling me, Jamie, is my shower gel is a quid, right? Mm. And my washing up liquid is two quid. So why am I spending twice as much to clean my plates as I am to clean myself when we're both covered in the same pasta sauce? That could have been written by Becky, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't get it. I don't get it either. It's such a mental concept. It's such a mental ass concept. But there we are. Uh, at least it's cheaper for us to clean ourselves than it is to clean your dishes. This is very true. Somebody put it on Instagram, and I just thought this was absolutely magnificent talking of uh, animals and and whatnot. Dog brings the stick into the house. Me? Uh, no, 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 no. That belongs outside. Me, at Christmas time, brings the entire tree inside. <laughs> Dog, what the actual shit is this? <laughs> That's a good point, actually. I can imagine some dogs are like, you son of a bitch. First you well, kick in the head and now this. <laughs> yeah. You told me I couldn't have my tiny little fucking twig in and he brought a fucking tree in. Right, I'll have that instead. It's bloody heavy. This is great. <laughs> My lotion bottle uh, says to use it on all areas of irritation. So I slathered it all over my co-worker, Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, good. That's great. <coughs> this, this entry right here. This one oh, right here okay. that I'm about to read is probably one of my favorite entries into the journal ever. Oh, okay. okay. London. I really hope I don't butcher it. 
London, 1592. Pizza boy, hark, I hath brought thine order. Lusty wench, alas, I hath not a tuppence to pay for thy cheesed bread. <laughs> Mayhap there is some other way thou canst get thine pound of flesh. Pizza boy, gadzooks, funky loop music begins. <laughs> It's basically <laughs> porn in the 1500s. <laughs> I just like the phrase gadzooks. <laughs> phenomenal. I like that. Absolutely phenomenal. Like I was brick. loving it. <laughs> so obviously it's like, oh, I can't pay my rent. Yeah. Oh, that's what I love. I can think of some other way you fucking can. I don't understand story-based <laughs> pornography. Just fuck her, or just fuck him, or you fuck each other, whatever you want to do. There's no need for narrative or story. We all know what's going to happen. I don't know. I think that, what I think do you the mean you're fucking my wife? The story is just fucking hilarious sometimes, though. <laughs> it's it's a weird yeah, thing yeah, like, these things. Oh, God. I can't believe that you got <laughs> in here. <laughs> I, uh, it's, it's so like robotic. It's a stupid one. To, <laughs> you see it all the time as like oh, the stereotype for the old stepsister thing, because that's a thing nowadays. It's the whole, oh, I'm stuck in the washing machine. How the fuck do you get uh, stuck in a washing machine? Don't put your knickers on, you dirty fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you're, not, you're not stuck and you're not wearing any pants. Sort your life out, love. <laughs> What would you do if someone's like, oh, they got the wrench out and started like, and it always pulled them out? Like, there you go. Uh, oh. Uh, oh, oh, there's a the screw hint. under the table. Let me get that. Oh, oh, no, I'm stuck in the table. Oh, for fuck's sake, love. what are you doing to yourself? Like, there you go. There you go, <laughs> idiot. Anyway, this is proof that we watched a lot of porn. Um, <laughs> Don't worry about it. Jamie, imagine writing a bop that slaps so hard for the rest of human history that no one even tries to write another song about hot cross buns. <laughs> that is not where I saw that going. <laughs> oh. oh, that really made my life last night. <laughs> One a penny, two a penny, hot cross buns. No one's ever written in the song, ever. <laughs> Thinking, why would you? I also had this thought yesterday, actually, because um, <laughs> Harris played Christmas music while we are doing her mum's tree. There's no, like, Easter music, is there? Or su- well, there's summer tunes, but there's no, like, Easter or, like, Halloween songs or anything like that. There's no. some Halloween there's songs, like, the Monster Man. Or New Year. New Year, you've literally got I, old Lang Syne, and that's it. I don't know, it's just odd. Well, this is Christmas. Easter, like no, there isn't music. any, is there? Nope. Hmm. Or Bonfire be- Night. Or... <laughs> <laughs> hmm. That's going to make me think now. Is there any Easter songs? There's obviously the religious Easter songs, but oh. one of those bops you find in the charts. Man. Get in the bin. <laughs> he brought eggs to the house. It was a rabbit. I realise how fucking mental this sounds because it's made of chocolate. Um, like anyway, I just love to so, know how someone went. 
this holiday is all about the rebirth of Christ, yeah? I know what this needs. Chocolate eggs and bunnies. Like, what? <laughs> the rebirth of who, sorry? Christ. Jesus. Who's that? that, that no idea who that is. I don't, I, I, I don't believe the magic people I was for. No. Um, anyway. So, the final, final entry is also fucking fantastic. I think. I hope everyone else enjoys this. So, Jamie, I remember saying, no, we can't, to the Bob the Builder theme song. That's where the darkness within me began. The hatred, the malice. It was all from that moment. Uh, There is some darkness in a child if they say, no, we can't, to Bob the Builder, because it's just some pure joy in shouting along, yes, we can. Come on. Well, there we are. It's obviously, you're either either side of the fence, aren't you? There's nobody on the fence. You're either the yes we can people or the no we can't. No we can't. And that was another edition of Tom's Journal. And a beautiful book it was that fucking hot cross buns on killed me. That was glorious. <laughs> I thought that I thought the pizza boy one would get you. I thought the London was going to I think it's just because when you said that, the last song in my head was hot cross buns is not where I saw that going at all. <laughs> I suppose that's an Easter song in a way, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah in a way. Should we bring our Icelandic piece in? Oh, we definitely should bring our Icelandic should we bring, piece should bring the Should we bring the boys in, yeah? Come on, then. Welcome to the Chronicles of Ysjöpjörd. These are Ragnar and Addy, the duo that make up this incredible band. And it's one of those, it's not music that I wouldn't normally listen to, but after checking them out to do research, I was like, this is actually really good. Very yeah. chill, very journey-esque. Like you walk through a forest or flying over or flying over it, either or really. Absolutely. I could that is probably the best way to describe it. It's like Icelandic journey music. Yeah, journey music is probably the best way to describe it because you just I don't know. I don't know the best way to describe it other than that. It's like just, it takes you on that adventure. Yeah, sort of it's, it's, thing. it's beautiful. It's probably the best way I can describe it. Is And yes, all the lyrics are in Icelandic, but you know what? It doesn't matter. These guys' voices are stunning and the music is beautiful. And together, it's, it's just, it's absolutely amazing. I don't know how else to describe it, really. Yeah, just incredible. I think that they made it in six days. Yeah, they that- wrote it, recorded it and got it done in six days guys is like amazing six days absolutely insane but my favorite part of this interview in hindsight is me attempting to pronounce these bloody words because literally before this interview tom messaged me just went good luck <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah <laughs> um what i also realized after watching the trailer back is that when you said how bad was it and Addy told you it was nine out of ten bad i thought he meant nine out of ten good so i was like yeah, then I realised he meant that it was fucking shit. Oh, I thought he meant 9 out of 10 good as well. Because you said, how bad was it? You went, oh, about 9 out of 10. Oh, man, I took it the other way. You just shit on yeah, my same. chips there, God damn it. Uh, sorry about that. I do apologise. <laughs> but the main thing is, Jamie, you gave it a go. 
I did. And I'm going to have gave, to try again. You gave it a, a go. I tried as well, and they just laughed at me. So it, this this interview is fantastic. Trust me, guys. Like you got to love every second of it. It's just fucking nuts, and that's what I love the most about it. It's absolutely nuts. When we recorded this interview, their brand new debut album was ready to drop the following day. So as you're listening to this, it is out. It is out there. We did post it on our socials, but go check out their debut album. Here we go. Let's try this again. Yatashiasti? Yeah, I don't think. Uh, potentially. potentially. It's out. Go, go find it. <laughs> go search Fjord on Spotify. I-S-A-F-J-O-R-D. Uh, and you'll find it on there. Don't you worry. Or it's look great. At our, right? Look at our Spotify playlist. There's two of their tracks in there now. Go check them out and find them through there. Absolutely. Jamie! Yes, sir! Any final words at all? No, just a massive thank you to Addy and Ragnar. This meant the absolute world sitting there and hearing your story. It's absolutely beautiful. Really influential, guys. And yeah, thank you so much. Big shout out to Jasmine from the Noise Cartel for arranging this for us. We massively appreciate you as well. And I hope you had an absolutely amazing birthday on Monday. Uh, you are a fucking legend. Addy, Ragnar, thank you so much to you guys as well for joining us and coming on the show. We just absolutely loved it. As batshit and as mental as it is, it's fucking great. And uh, everyone's going to absolutely enjoy this. Ladies and gentlemen, here we Ladies and gentlemen, interviewing this week, it's Addy and Ragnar from Ishafjord. Um, oh. See, I told you he was brushing that beard. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, too late. <laughs> All good. How are you doing, Addy? You okay? I'm good, man. Good. I um, totally, totally forgot about this, but... <laughs> ah, it's absolutely fine. I'll, I'll say you might you might want to get yourself comfortable because we might be here for about at least an hour or so, just to let you know. It's fine. It's fine. Okay, wonderful. Perfect. Getting himself settled. That's what we like. Wonderful. So, guys, thank you so much for doing this. We uh, we really appreciate you both being here. This is uh, we've been excited about this one. So, so basically, all thank you. all that happens really is that. Uh, Jamie is going to do like a really nice little introduction where he's going to lure you in, make you feel nice and safe and comfortable and ready to go. And then we're going to absolutely bombard the hell out of you with questions. How does that sound? It sounds perfect, mate. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> but before I do my intro, uh, we've already said this to Ragnar. I'm going to apologize now for my pronunciations. I'm a simple Englishman. I'm not, I'm not up to date with my, my uh, Icelandic pronunciations, but we'll try. We'll try. And you're forgiven already. Yes. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, this week we bring you another incredible band that, quite frankly, we think you should be listening to. Today's guests are an Icelandic duo who create music I have seen described as sculptured, beautiful and desolate pop, as bright and dark as the subarctic seasons. They are releasing their brand new album, Hjartaskiaki, tomorrow as we record this. This week, brilliant, we the mate. wonderful brilliant. Addy and Ragnar, because these are the chronicles of Isafjord. Nice. <laughs> How bad? How bad did I do? I'd say uh, nine out of ten. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Fantastic! Yes. Even I enjoyed that. I didn't know if you got it right or not. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. <laughs> 
I was shitting oh. myself all the way up to that album title. I was like, come on, you can do it, Jamie. You can do it. <laughs> um, but I think I think the main question that uh, I'd like to ask every single guest of ours right at the beginning of each show is, how was your pandemic season? Like, how was the pandemic held, uh, dealt with in Iceland? Uh, I had a kid, so I was just doing uh, diapers. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was doing some diapers as well, but I, mainly for myself, though. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to no, do I mean, <laughs> in, uh, in Norway, there was, uh, we went pretty hard on the lockdown, more so than Iceland. Okay. So I, I sort of just became very, uh, you know, more antisocial than I have. Always been. Ragnar, uh, you can't be more antisocial than you are. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a kind of ideal for you then, Ragnar, yeah? It was, yeah. Just stayed at home and made a lot of music. Amazing. Good to use that time productively. I like it. I like it. <laughs> one's writing music, the other one's changing babies' nappies. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, you know, uh, well, we, we finished... I think I sort of did two albums. I was doing almost three albums at the beginning of COVID because me and Ragnar finished this album. We recorded before COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of funny that we recorded before COVID. Then I was doing this cross punk album right before COVID hit. And sort of doing post production of that. And then doing Soul Stuff as well. So I was basically. Two or three albums. So like Ragnar, just doing studio work, which you can do alone or two. Yeah. And my daughter was born in April 20. So right at the peak of the first COVID wave. So very good. Did you get to be present for that or were they really funny about it in the hospital? I wasn't allowed in the hospital, mate. What? Ridiculous. That's ridiculous. It was uh she was born in a little uh, party jacuzzi in a in a, in a in a block of flats in the suburbs. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> yeah, yeah, incredible. <laughs> Not the answer expected to that like question. A little, like a little beach tub, beach beach bath. Yeah. Oh wow, wow. that's amazing. That's a story to tell her when she's older. I like that. <laughs> yeah. So, before we talk about the band, let's learn a bit more about. You guys, take us back when, to when you were young, Addy and Ragnar. What what did you want to be when you grew up? Was it always music for you guys? I thought I'd be a baker uh, because my, in Isabel, my family uh, ran a bakery for uh, 100 years. And wow. I always grew up that uh, all of my friends, their dads were fishermen, captain of boats and stuff like that. But my dad was just, you know, a baker. His dad was a baker. My grandfather was a baker. My dad's brother was a baker. So I thought I would just live in Isabel for the rest of my life being a baker. Uh, so then we just moved in 1987. We moved to Reykjavik. And in 1989, I was listening to Guns N' Roses and Slayer. And I haven't changed really a lot since. I'm still listening to Guns N' Roses and Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Ragnar? Was it always music for you? Yeah, it was. My my dad was a drummer. Oh, wow. 
And he was he, a rock star, not a drummer, a rock star. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> he owned his own like small independent record label and a studio. So I was pretty much grew up in that surrounding. Oh wow! It so was it's, inevitable. It's really. always been a yeah. It's always been a one-way street for me. That's amazing. Incredible. Is that where your love of music came from? From from your dad, like listening to his music? Yeah, I think so. But also, I was I was fortunate enough to be at a very young age at a very uh, special time in in music. You know, late eighties, early nineties was. You know, it was a very good time for for rock and roll. Absolutely. Well, what about you, Ragnar? Where did that love of music come from? Especially metal. Like, where 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 did that come from for you? Uh, I think maybe unresolved personal issues. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I had I had uh, you know older uncles and and uh, cousins who were into that sort of music and i was drawn to it immediately it's amazing so that's why i take it well so the influences for easy fjord then have come from literally the, the bands that you used to listen to i mean there's nowhere near slayer i'll be quite honest <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so i take it the influences from when you were growing up from the bands you listened to have obviously influenced you to create the certain music that you do now yeah i think so i mean I think it goes for the both of us that we still love, like you said, Adi, we still love the same stuff that we did when we were kids. Definitely. And, so, um, yeah. but I, 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 sorry, I'm just saying, I, I just feel very lucky in that sense. I've never abandoned any music that I've fallen in love with. Mm. I mean, for, for, for a long time, I just didn't do John Lennon constantly. And I would just drown myself into the whole, John Lennon solo albums, even before I got into the Beatles. So, you know, then I want one year I'm into just drowning myself in Kiss or Neil Young or Leonard Skinner or Thin Lizzy or ABBA or, you know, so I'm always applying more and more into sort of the uh, the archives, you know, that, that archives. The uh, So, you know, I've never abandoned stuff. I don't really I don't fall in love with music and I abandon it. I'm not that kind of person. Absolutely. And I think I think what we've done on the album also is include a lot of different influences from around okay. our record collection. You know, some of it is like, you know, there's some Judas Priest in there, there's some Neil Young in there. And those two, I mean, there's an ocean between Neil Young and Judas Priest. Mm. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, but a lot of it is sort of hidden. You you wouldn't know because it's very much in disguise or or just dressed up differently or you know. Absolutely. I've always said, regardless of genre, like a good song is a good song. It doesn't matter if it's country, pop, metal, whatever it is. A good song is a good song, and a catchy hook will get anyone's foot tapping. It don't matter what it is. But yeah. Scandinavia is known for having that great culture for music, especially metal and whatnot. Was that an influence to you guys growing up, like your surroundings and that culture? I don't think so. I think we looked over to to the states a lot and the UK. Hmm. We weren't. Yeah, very... I mean, yeah, I mean, we came later, sort of with black metal. I I got hugely into black metal, sort of ninety two, three, four, 
five. You know, I've still listened to black metal, but those are mostly the Scandinavian thing. But yeah, like Ragnar said, uh, most of my favorite bands are, I have like, <clears throat> I was hugely into, you know, let's say this call it British New Wave Goth. I mean, The Mission, Fields of the Nephilim, Sisters of Mercy, all that stuff. Mm. And of course, a little bit follow out if you go a little bit back to Joy Division and I know Ragnar Loves the Cure. And, uh, and then, of course, you go into David Bowie and, you know, also, I mean, more British music. I mean, I'm a huge Deep Purple fan. I prefer Deep Purple over Black Sabbath or Led Zeppelin or all that stuff. And of course, all this American metal stuff, American, you know, grunge is very American. I'm a lot into sort of Alton Chains or even Chicago grunge, like the Pumpkins and stuff like that. Absolutely. You can tell all these influences you're saying. Like listening to the two songs you have out so far, you can see all those different influences in there and it creates them really unique. It's amazing to see. But how, how did you two meet? How did you two get to know each other in order to put this group together? Well, it's 2022 now. Uh, <clears throat> we've probably met for the first time somewhere around 2000-ish. Yeah, I think uh, the first time we played the same the same uh, venue at the same day was in 2000, I think. At Grand Rock? No, even before oh. that. Okay. Uh, Funny, we have different memories here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because... before, before Grand Rock, before I was even in sign. I've, well, well, I must have been drunk and you were very young, so I have no idea. I remember we were playing because Solstice sort of became a live act around 2002, three, because the first five, seven years, we didn't really play much live. We were just, you know, that sort of band. So there was this place in Iceland, all the bands like Marquee in, in London or something. It's called Grand Rock, and all the bands would come there. I remember Ragnar was then in his main band through the years, called Sign or Sig. And they were sort of very different school than us. They were more sort of Megadeth, uh, Skid Row stuff. And we were sort of more Dark Throne and Fields of the Nephilim. We were like, ah, who are these guys playing fucking Skid Row, man? So we didn't really connect musically because we were sort of dressed in different t-shirts basically but here we are <laughs> saying we have the same love for the same fucking bands but so of course then through the years i mean it's a small place Reykjavik and everybody knows each other so we end up in a similar parties and then of course Ragnar moved out of Iceland what Ragnar you've, you haven't lived in Iceland for 15 years mate yeah i think so like so we would sometimes 2009 I, I moved yeah so you know that's like 13 years yeah so we would sometimes meet at the airport in Keplovik or when Ragnar was touring with Pain of Salvation and uh, yeah so uh, yeah we spent we probably spent more time me and Ragnar the six days we wrote this album than we've done for the 15 years before that yeah <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah. So, so why did you move? Why did you leave then, Ragnar? Why did you leave Iceland? Just wanted a change. Uh, yeah, I had enough. I needed to get out. Is it because it's quite a small community? Because obviously Iceland's not a very big country, is it? So I think annual towns and villages quite small. So everyone, like Ali just said, everyone knows everybody. So it's like trying to, or just yeah. wanting to experience a whole different culture. 
yeah, I mean, I it came to a point where I just sort of felt like I was trapped. Okay. And I and I wanted to see what else is out there. And I've it's never very regretted easy. it. It's very easy to have the smallness of Iceland bother you. I mean, what I love about being in New York or Copenhagen or Glasgow or London, whatever, is you can go out and just walk and get lost. Sort of, <laughs> there's, a little, there's a little bit of freedom in it. But practically in Reykjavik, there are four streets. Oh, my God. And I've seen them. I mean, there's not four streets here, mate, but oh, compared yeah. to London, <laughs> I always see that so there's four streets here in one tree. Uh, but, you know, it's a very small place in that sense. I mean, even though Iceland yeah. is a, it's a bigger, Iceland is geographically, it's bigger than fucking England. But it's we don't have London. We don't have a Berlin or Copenhagen. So it's, so it's a small place. Few people live here. So you said you guys have known each other for like over 20 years, but what brought you guys together to, to put this project together to make oh, this album? One. Oh yeah. Honestly, I can't remember. <laughs> Do you? Can you remember why we started hanging out? It just sort of happened. Well, well, I, I don't know. Uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but but of course, uh, b- before, I mean, it, it, I mean, yeah, summer of 2017, I think it is, 17 or 18, we are both in Isafjord, our old hometown. So I think we'll just oh, yeah. both, Ragnar, Ragnar lived in Norway, so he would have planned it more. I was going there with my family, my stepdaughter and my ex-girlfriend. So I would go to stay in my grandmother's summer house in a forest, very small forest, by the way, 12 trees. <laughs> and Ragnar would go with his family to stay in his, his grandmother's summer house in the same forest. And Ragnar, Ragnar uh, was going to do this solo gig with acoustic guitar. And I, I've never done such thing in my life. And I haven't done it ever since. Uh, and Ragnar said, hey, man, you want to join me? And I was like, no, I don't do this shit. You do this. I've never, I don't even play acoustic, acoustic guitar. But Ragnar tricked me into playing with him. So at this restaurant, he's a very like, audience of 50 people. Um, so we do like hour, 70 minutes of playing Neil Young or Turn the Page or Ragnar songs or my songs or stuff like that. And then we just had so much fun sort of singing together and playing. We said, hey, man, maybe we should write music together. And here we are for four or five years later releasing this album. I I do seem to recall now that we were talking and we were saying, like, it's so weird that we have known each other for so long, but we've never been uh, in Isafjörður at the same time. Or we've never met each other. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, that was uh, both our home, hometown. Exactly. I, w- I was going to ask where the name comes from, but I've gathered now that it's just yeah. the name of your hometown. Yeah. <laughs> so answer yeah, that one basically, for me. You know, yeah, yeah. you know, all the cool bands, namely, you know, Chicago or Boston. So, uh, 
It's a good point, yeah. <laughs> Never thought of that, yeah. Absolutely. Even, even Motley Crue were called London, so, you know. Yes, they were. So, you released your first single, here we go with the pronunciations again, uh, Fallen Skemmed. Have a do Not too bad. Not uh, bad. Came out in September. What was the response like to that track when you dropped that? Pretty good, I guess. To- yeah, I mean... <laughs> The world's shortest answer, <laughs> I guess. Pretty good, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah. I, I, I don't even know. So obviously, we've stated you both of you guys are in other bands. Were the, were the fans of those bands? Were they on board of it? Did they they take to the music? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think they expected us to do a fucking R and B hip hop album or a grindcore album. <laughs> That's so, album too. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I mean, you know, we're not inventing the wheel here, or reinventing the wheel. Uh, so we, we're just playing music that's sort of very on autopilot for us to write. I mean, we we uh, I flew to Ragnar not with a lot of notice, and I came only with one guitar and a few effect pedals. And comes Monday, we dropped Ragnar's daughter to the kindergarten. We w- walked to the studio, say, let's write an album. <clears throat> and we had no idea what we we're going to write. So it's basically press, play, and see what comes out. And this is what no came way. out. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, and we oh, finished t- the album in one week. No. What? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we wrote we wrote one song per day. We, I mean, we started eight in the morning, so one song per day. We wrote music, and then we would write vocal lines. Then we would record it. I mean, real drums, real piano, and guitar, and we would write the lyrics and record the lyrics. <laughs> one song That's per insane. day. Insane! Oh, it's it's quite like an orchestral like dark eerie but kind of su- it's almost like it takes you on a journey i find when i was listening to and again forgive my pronunciation is it means heath or something come again say it one what? more <laughs> so i've ruined it completely then yeah. <laughs> um i think you've released it very recently but like the piano parts it, it takes you on a journey almost when you listen to it it's like you're walking through forestry and by rivers and that sort of thing that's the sort of vibe i got from from listening to it fantastic track as well Absolutely fantastic. But I think also because this probably couldn't have happened with, I don't think, for my part, I don't think I could have done this album with anyone except Dragon because we're both very fast. Sort of, I've been the control freak in my band. The Ragnar's always been the control freak in his band. So we can both play a little bit of drums, piano, basing, keyboard, and all that stuff. We both fine with sort of pro tools and sort of being an engineer being a producer so we would sort of just produce each other and we're, we work pretty fast and uh, we have a I think we have a good filter as well what's crap and what's not crap <laughs> so, writing and recording an album from scratch in a week that is a brand new definition of working fast that is insane <laughs> yeah but you know <clears throat> If you put the hours in it, I mean, you know, we were doing 10, 12 hours a day, uh, you know, seven days a week. I mean, you, you can do that, you know. But like I said, uh, if you would have been, you know, one of you would be doing it, you would be a complete fucking stoner. 
you know, hey man, dude, yeah, dude, this is so awesome. <laughs> no, we would have written half a song, man, but you know. <laughs> this might be wonder why all these bands take like months and months to record stuff when you've just gone, cool, by the way, I'm coming over, you don't know about it, here, this is what we're going to do, we're going to spend 12 hours in six days, here's an album done, cheers and see you later, I'm going to go back home. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I think what what worked to our advantage also is that it's it's our first album. So I mean, we didn't have any expectations. No one yeah, had no. any expectations. So I mean, we could just set the the, the standard in whatever way we wanted. Yeah, I mean, no, no one was waiting, and I mean, we wrote. I mean, we wrote. Uh, seven eight songs we left one of them and we did one basically in Iceland a year later uh, so no one was waiting uh, very extreme slow post-production it's like I don't know you mix the album I don't know it's not like you're mixing it for a year I mean but it's just we could tweak no, it, it was... no pressure yeah. Do you feel like sometimes though you could like maybe over tweak it? Do you think like oh I don't like that and then start taking this out and that out? And, you know what I mean? You can because obviously you recorded it what twenty nineteen did you say before and now it's coming out tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. don't you know you have to you have to remember one thing. This is such a minimal album. I mean, there's <laughs> there's two microphones on the drum kit. Everything so, is recorded with a with the two same microphones. Everything is is, is AKG AKG four fourteen and SM fifty seven. Everything on this album is recorded with two microphones. That's amazing. I feel like I should like bow at your feet. It's we were not so while Ragnar was mixing it in his studio and I was doing a little bit of comments. It's not like he was mixing fucking Chinese democracy. <laughs> That's the quote of the night. <laughs> We'd still be waiting another 15 years if that was the case. With, uh... Yeah. <laughs> and to be fair, this album sounds like it's going to be worth the wait on like, Chinese democracy. Um... <laughs> but so, Tom gave a brief description of your music earlier. There might be people listening to this interview going, I love how this sounds, but I don't know what they sound like. How would you describe your music? How would you describe this album? I, I wouldn't. <laughs> Ragnar, this is a good answer for you. Uh, I would I would subscribe it as a, as a cold day in the Icelandic winter. Ooh. That's how it sounds like to me. I like that. I like that. Cold, a lot. cold, cold day in Icelandic winter, uh, while being in freezing Norwegian winter. <laughs> yeah, double winter, and also it. It happened like hundred years ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely love it. But as we as we know, we've said the new album comes out tomorrow. As we're recording this, how excited mm. are you for people to hear this record? Because like you've recorded it, you've sat on it for quite some time now. Like, are you I, excited to get yeah. it out there? I, I remember. Uh, uh, I mean, think we sort of. Uh, it was mixed probably right now, like almost like a year ago, right? Yeah. So I would listen to it every three months, maybe. 
sometimes three, four months, I would go back to it and listen. I remember telling Ragnar, I mean, I listened to the album. It's a pretty fucking good album. Because you sort of, when, I, when you've cleared your ears again and again, and when this endless time and you wait, I mean, there weren't any details I would want to change. So you can just close the book, it's ready. I mean, it's like a mature bird to fly away. And, uh, it's a good album. Uh, I don't think we could have changed anything more. It's eight songs. I'm super, like I say, I mean, it's a very unique album to do. I mean, both of me and Ragnar have done albums before, 10, 15 albums each or whatever. But I don't think we've done an album like this. I mean, it's written very fast, recorded very fast, recorded in real time almost, uh, four years ago. It's kind of bizarre. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it is strange, you know, sitting on something like this for so long and then then tomorrow it's you know getting out there was it because of covid took so long to come out or was it because the because you no, recently got signed haven't you uh, yeah i mean i <clears throat> a little bit maybe my fault but i think it's a good time now uh i had like i said was i sort of had three unreleased albums at the same time i had the the crust punk album with bastard I had the latest Soul Stuffer album and this one. And I think the Soul Stuffer album was sort of in priority, came first. And then the Bastard album was on the same label as Soul Stuffer, so oh, that had okay. to wait. And so it didn't make sense uh, to, to doing two albums, you know, same month. And then, of course, we signed with Swart. And Ragnar, I mean, it's November. December now, first of December, but we we sort of signed this uh, Swart like almost a year ago. Yeah, I think so. So then they they just said, well, we can release this in December. So that was decided in April or something. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because you know it almost always takes now at least six months, even nine months. Until a band signs something and say we can release this on vinyl because there's a lot of weight in vinyl pressing. I'm, uh, yeah, I couldn't imagine that album. The artwork itself—it's all like a stunning little package. That—that would be amazing on vinyl. All yeah. thanks to your fucking Adele. Wait, what? <laughs> Why is Adele getting the? Do I want to say blame? Blame's not the right word when, here. But when when. <laughs> When Adele decided to make a new album and she said, I want to release it on fucking vinyl because all the cool kids are releasing it on vinyl. Uh, the, the label ordered like 4 million copies of Adele's new vinyl album and all the uh, vinyl manufacturers in Europe basically said, hey, fuck the rest of you, we're pressing Adele. <laughs> so go back to the line, the end of the line. <laughs> all of you motherfuckers, go back to, at the end of the line, take a number, Wait nine months because Adele is here. <laughs> True story, bro. I can't imagine getting that email. Sorry, your email, your your album is being delayed because of Adele. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna attempt to pronounce this album name again. Um, Yataskyaki. No really idea. good, really good. Really? Maybe you should do like a pronunciation video for us. <laughs> 
which makes me think it was terrible. But what what does that name mean? What does what is the name of the album mean? If you do you know what? Do, do you know what? Uh, Vlad Tepes, the Impaler, Vlad the Impaler. Yes. So he was impaled on a stick, right? Yes. If you would take your heart out and put it on the stick, then you have Hjartastjæk. Ah. There we go. So the album's basically called Heart on a Stick. I like it. It's basically called Blood in <laughs> Let's have it some cool. <laughs> <laughs> that was the working title. So to keeping it metal. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So obviously we were talking about like the themes and the inspirations and stuff for this record, but obviously it's all in Norwegian. Like, is it? I, what language Icelandic. is it? It's Icelandic, yeah. Yeah. Out myself then halfway wow, through half mid sentence. <laughs> Obviously, it's all in Icelandic, so I don't know what any of it means when I'm listening to it. But what are the themes to the lyrics? Is it like based on real life situations? Is it fantasy? Where where, where does the uh, come from? Have Have you heard about Ice Safe? Heard about what? Sorry, Ice Safe. Have you heard about that? No. Have you heard about the Cold War? Cold War. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The court, the court war. The court war, war, no. No? Maybe you should Google up the court war. Okay. I'm just taking the piss now. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> but for the record, uh, Iceland has, has only participated in one war, which we won, by the way. And guess who we won? You're going to say the English now, aren't you? <laughs> The British fucking empire. Yeah, I fucking knew it. <laughs> <laughs> we've got, we've got nothing on you war. guys. <laughs> anyway, Ragnar, you can answer this seriously now. What was the question again? <laughs> oh, the lyrics, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah the lyrics are, uh, I guess, based on our feelings at the time and mostly the feelings that we do not necessarily talk about from day to day. Hmm. The ones that we bury down, they tend to come out when, uh, when you're writing lyrics to somber music like this. And but we, did also, yeah. we, we did this, we did this so fast, like you mentioned that we didn't have time to edit or you know, like we, we didn't give ourselves uh, the time frame to sit on a lyric, you know, and trying to make it better or whatever. Oh, almost like going to a shrink or a therapist and hmm. just putting it down, typewriting it down. And we didn't have time to sort of edit stuff. It's just very pure. A good way of expressing yourself as well, isn't it? Getting it all out there, sort of thing, throughout your music. Yeah. So you don't have to talk about it. So you just go, there you go. If you want, if you want to go to a therapist, here's the album. Just, just listen to that. There you go. That's everything there. <laughs> That's basically what it is, actually. Yeah. I, I respect that a lot because, to be honest, in a modern world, it's a lot of "I am man. I don't speak my feelings." So you know, yeah. if you two guys sit there and go, "No, I am going to talk about my feelings, and I'm going to express it in a really artistic and beautiful way," it's really admirable. I really admire that quite a lot. Yeah, I mean, those tapus are uh, thankfully uh, a little bit dying out or getting out of fashion. Uh, uh, the the more friends you lose to suicides, uh, the more uh, it gives you sort of strength or 
inspiration to say, I'm not feeling good. I've been suicidal for a week or uh, I see no hope in my future or why am I so fucking depressed or what solutions are there? Who can I talk to? Does anyone else feel like this? Am I a loser because I feel like this? Or is anyone else feeling like this as well? So I'm, I'm not a hopeless loser because there's a reason why I feel like this and there's a solution. Absolutely. It's beautiful. I like, I, like I said, I really admire people that will stand up there and just go, no, I have thoughts and feelings and I'm going to bloody express them. I don't care what sits in between my legs. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but obviously the album mm-hmm. comes out tomorrow as we're recording this, as we've said. We're releasing this episode next week. So by the time this comes out, everyone can go and listen to this. And I'm really excited to listen to it myself. But are there any particular songs that stand out to you that you really can't wait for people to listen to? Uh, I think we already released my favorite song of the album. I, it's kind of weird saying it's my favorite, but I think the one we did means Uh Like I said, it's weird saying it's my favorite, but it, I really like that. And we even did this video with it. It came out pretty cool. Very fast boiled. Uh, video we basically drove three separators i make two made two videos in one day uh, in the middle of the winter so uh that sort of added a new life or sort of a new dimension to the song because uh, it's very black and white and it's shot in isafjörður and you're cold it's recording it before the darkness the snow in the mountains and we're just there's no camera crew, no fucking catering. It's just us freezing our ass in a mountain with a fucking video camera. <laughs> you don't, you guys don't piss around, do you? It's just like, we do this today, cool, done, shot, there you go, all sorted, see you later. I love it. I love that there's no fuck sitting <laughs> around. It's just that yeah, I mean, we don't we, do shit by half. I think we're both very productive uh, guys and we like to do stuff instead of just talk about it. You know, it's easy to talk. It's more tough to walk. Yeah, I agree. Are you um are you guys thinking of touring uh East Shifford's album? Because obviously um the band you've mentioned quite a few times, Solstuff Year, you're playing in the UK next year with Castonia, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a five week tour in January. Um uh, we've spoken about this uh, but sort of well, we've only spoken about this in interviews like this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> if we were gonna do a, a tour but we both agree that uh, we're not gonna spend three weeks in a fucking filthy old van driving through Doncaster in Glasgow sleeping on concrete <laughs> floors yeah Doncaster's not worth it <laughs> <laughs> but you also mentioned as well obviously you made, you made a music video for the two singles that you released do you do you do you love making the videos or do you apps can you not stand it I like doing it. Yeah, I mean, I used to practice doing music videos as a kid. Did you? Yeah, of course. When I was sitting, sitting in the car with my parents, I would, you know, I could see my reflection in the in the window. Yeah. All the car rides were music videos. Oh, I love that. I love that. That's so lush. (laughs) So you hold the world record for starring in music videos right now. Possibly. 
<laughs> every one of them like that Alanis Morissette video where she's just yeah. her in a car in different places. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant story, like Okay. <laughs> but I love it because, you know, we woke up, you know, and in, in, we did these, we woke up at six in the morning and pits fucking darkness in Isafjörður. I mean, it's pretty dark there during the winter and we're sleeping in the forest. Waking up, uh, driving to the location in a pit's fucking darkness. It's freezing cold, and you put in the hours, and then you see the result. It's so fucking worth it. Yeah. And then you know, it's nice company. You know, it's uh, some people like to go to fucking Florida and hang on the beach. I, I love making videos with friends of mine, and it's good memories. I love that. I love that. I absolutely admire your guys' work ethic because, you know, as you just said, you've absolutely smashed it with this album and it's not your only band. You know, you guys are doing other bands as well. And that love for music and being creative and stuff, it, it just comes out of you when you're talking about it. It's so passionate about it. I love hearing things like that. It's amazing to see. Yeah, I mean, it's not like we're, it's not like we're doing this for the money. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. amazing um mr stevens do you have any more questions for our wonderful guests i do um first of all what's next when this album obviously is out tomorrow it's like have you got any future plans that you want to do with this if you're if it's, you know another album in the works or i know you said you're probably not going to tour it i want to do another album are you free next week <laughs> I am. I, I, I can fly next week. Yeah. We'll do it four that days this time. So fucking cool. Planning a next album recording and writing before this one comes out. It's like real old school. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. You find that a lot with a lot of indie artists. We've got a friend of ours that's in a band, and before the first album was released, they'd written and pretty much almost recorded their second album. It's like. Once you, you get them creative juices flowing, you just go for it. It's great. Yeah. Well, I, th I think, Ragnar, have you released two albums since we recorded this one? Yeah. And I did the, the film score as well for the. Uh... So basically, you've done three. Yeah. I've only done two. Only done two. So. Yeah. Okay. So okay. we've done five <laughs> albums together. <laughs> Since we recorded this album, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what uh, what film score did you do, Ragnar? Oh, it's it's a movie, uh, a documentary, an Icelandic doc documentary about the Icelandic swimming culture, which is oh, okay. very rich. Mind really, you. it's yeah. like you you have fucking cricket and all the bullshit. We have swimming pools. Cricket's a fucking shit sport, anyway. God knows why anyone watches that. But it's just, it's just, it's like a bit, of basically, a game for dogs. Yeah, Cricket, exactly, exactly, throw yeah. a ball, grab it, and throw it back like fetch. Yeah, it's just, it's shit. <laughs> but um, I think finally, what I want to know as well is at the end, like when you were or when you were children, obviously making music videos in your car and whatnot, and growing up listening to metal music. Did you ever think that this is where you guys would be today? That you'd be making music together, you know, making albums, touring the world, that sort of thing. I always thought, sure. I mean, I, I never wanted anything else in life than to be play music and tour the world. And for a while, you can sort of mostly instead of the drinking and drug days, you sort of take it for granted. But 
Now I don't take it for granted at all because going, you know, me and Ragnar toured America. Ragnar sucked our bass player Svavar the last time. So Ragnar toured America with Solstein the last time. And that was one of the best tours we've done in our lives. We've done, we've toured the world for many times, but you, you take things less for granted. The older yeah. you are and sort of, uh, because it could all end tomorrow. I mean, you could lose your health or whatever. And... Right now, side to you. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I don't do that much touring these days, but I, I sort of enjoy myself a little bit more making new music. But yeah, yeah that was all. That was always the dream and always the goal. Amazing. Well, hopefully, you guys will tour with Easter yeah. Fjord at some point in the future that'd be great obviously if you come down to the UK you 100% will be there so cool. yes mate yeah I'd like to, I'd like to try and uh, make it to one of them Catatonia shows as well actually because I haven't listened to them in years and they were great so yeah so are you going to hook me up for tickets when you come to Oslo are they yeah I, I could do that yeah oh cool, <laughs> cool. <laughs> You can get a discount. Yeah, I'll get you a discount. Yeah. <laughs> Before we let you guys get out of here, do you have any plugs, social medias, anything you want people to go check out, whether it be for this or your other bands as well? No, just go check out the new Neil Young album. It's called World Record. What about you, Rector? Any plugs, social medias, websites you want people to check out? Uh, if if people are interested, I keep making and releasing uh, new albums that don't get heard a lot because I never do any PR for them. <laughs> that would help. <laughs> so yeah. What do they go out. under? How can you how can you find them with your name? Ragnar Solberg, yeah, under my name. Okay. On all streaming platforms. We'll get it. We'll get it put up on our socials as well, so people can go and check it out. Cool, appreciate it. Thank you so much, guys, for doing this. Thank you. Really appreciate you taking your time out to sit and chat with us. Thank you. Means the world. Great talk, lads. Absolutely loved it. Thank you very much, guys. I'll. uh, Well, it's out next Friday, but we'll we'll tag you in all the relevant bits and pieces anyway. Thanks. Cool. Thanks, guys. Take it easy. Thanks so much, guys. Bye bye. Well, I, oh, I love this interview so much. It's just mental and inspirational and, yeah, full of fun. Yeah. It's great. It's also, also great. If you enjoyed the Slay Dougie interview, you're going to love this interview. <laughs> uh, put it that way. I think that's the best analogy I can give it. So, Adi Ragnar, thank you so much for taking the time out of your very busy days to uh, to join us. We really appreciate it, obviously, as Adi completely forgot all about us. So, still... <laughs> um, it's totally understandable. We we set this up about a month and a half ago, so it's well, yeah. easy done, easy done. Uh, but we loved it, and we're so pleased that everyone got to enjoy it. So we hope that you guys enjoyed listening to it as much as we did recording it. It's the Stevens. Yeah? It's only audience participation time. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to participate in Jamie's Participation Challenge. This week, I said, it's now December, so it's time to start talking about that special time of year. We all love that special meal that is Christmas dinner. So this week, we are asking, what is your favourite part of Christmas dinner? The turkey, the sprouts, the cranberry sauce, whatever it may be. I'll say you, Mr. Stevens. 
this is hard. This is hard. So a lot of people didn't really give my answer. I noticed on my side anyway, but stuffing is definitely up there for me. Stuffing is one of the greatest movies. Yes. Love (laughs) me some sage onion stuffing. Bread sauce is also up there. That is also absolutely phenomenal. I was going to go with pigs and blankets, but that's such a common answer. So Mm. I'm going for stuffing and bread sauce, Jamie. See, I, I do you? love stuffing is incredible. Do not but I've just never thought anyone hear anyone say it's their favorite part of the Christmas dinner. Yeah, oh, it really is. So I am weird. I like to save the best parts till last. So okay. I always tuck into other bits first before. So McDonald's, for example, I always go starter if I have like mozzarella dips, whatever, chips, burger last. Yeah, I do that every time. Don't touch it. Whereas no, Keris just go boff and the whole thing's gone. You're like, oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> She sees everything. She finds it weird that I save it, but I love it. So oh, I, I do that, especially the burger. I eat everything else, and then the burgers last. Um, unless it's a Big Mac, because I eat it in layers, because I'm weird. Anyway, um, Christmas dinner, my favourite thing. I'm I'm gonna have to say pigs and blankets because they are just they're just beautiful. It's pig wrapped in pig. It's beautiful. You can't get it wrong. Just, mwah. but yeah, it's probably is pigs and blankets. To be honest. I do love a I do love a Sunday a Christmas dinner. I wouldn't say Sunday dinner. <laughs> Granted, a Christmas dinner basically is a Sunday dinner. It's just a lot. I don't know, really. It's not really that different, is it? Do you have Yorkshire's? Yorkshire puddings a bit there as well. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Yorkshire puddings. Ooh. Yorkshire pudding with a pig's in blanket inside with a dollop of mash on top, folding half. Ow. There you go. No, there you go. <laughs> my own little weird sandwich. That's my favourite part of Christmas dinner. <laughs> if anybody, before you get started, if anyone, and I mean anyone, says cranberry sauce. We're never speaking ever again. Let's get some audience answers, shall we? Becky Westwood. The wife. Half the jar of cranberry sauce I put on it. No. (laughs) So, no. What makes that funny? That was literally there as my first answer. That was just beautifully timed. I don't understand cranberry sauce, apple sauce, mince. Stop it. Stop doing it. I don't need fruity sauces for a main savoury dinner. Fuck off. I, I like them, but just a bit. I don't like having a lot of it. Nope. No. Absolutely no. Just gravy. Thank you. Gillian Atkinson. Gillian Atkinson and Tanya Arongo both say the same thing. Roast potatoes and lots of them. Do love, roast potatoes. Do love roast potatoes. Jackie Parsons. Pigs in blankets. See, they're in there. They've got to be in there. Gemma Williams, our friend from Talking Cod Swallop podcast, she says, it's the same thing for a roast dinner, but I love stuffing. It's always the last thing left on my plate because I save the best till last. I likes a bit of stuffing, boys. Oh, and applesauce for Crimbo Dindins. She she had you then until she ruined it with applesauce, didn't she? Yeah. Matt Rose. The fact I get chicken instead of that awful turkey. Oh, and roast potatoes and pasta and sprouts and pigs in blankets. Oh, fuck it. How are you meant to choose just one thing? Fair point, Matt. Do apologise. Yeah, I don't eat turkey. Either. I have chicken as well. I can't. Oh, gammon. Can't be dealing with that turkey dry bollocks. See, I'm not a big fan of turkey because, as you say, it's dry. But I feel like it's not Christmas unless you, unless you have turkey. I don't know why. It definitely is because the day won't change it because you don't eat turkey. Oh, I know. It's just weird. Richie Rich is a man from my own heart and I'm actually kicking myself. I didn't say this when I said Good my favourite thing. Richie, <laughs> Richie, Richie. Um, <laughs> sprouts and falling asleep afterwards that is Christmas right there mate that is Christmas right there sprouts falling asleep and waking yourself up with farting that's Christmas 
<laughs> Chris Chopping says the turkey wing. That, that one threw me off. The turkey wing, not not any part, very specific part of the turkey. I like it though. His wife's Paul. a vegan, so that's probably why he's so... Uh... <laughs> you can't stop me. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Paul Payne. Family, all together, but food-wise, definitely pigs in blankets. I love the fact it took so many answers before anyone mentioned their family being there. Which is <laughs> like, pigs in blankets, fuck the rest of them. Um, Dina Payne. That's it. Christmas dinner. All of it. But we always have goose, and we love bread sauce. Yeah, bread sauce. Is a- we've never <laughs> had goose before. I've never, never had goose. Yeah, normally. Probably uh, attack me. Probably. <laughs> Even if it's dead, it'll still attack you because they're evil. Evil fuckers, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> Mansfield says roast potatoes and gravy and stuffing. Yes, definitely. The basics, but great. She loves good stuffing. Hey. <laughs> Amy Mousy, stuffing balls. Not just stuffing. Yeah. Stuffing balls. I like that. Don't fuck around with them. Just eat it. I make them balls for. Don't need to mold them. Just get them in the train. Get them in my face. He says. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Smash them in there. Smash them in there. Jade Harris, love this answer. The lazy little sleep you have afterwards with a little love heart emoji. It's just like this is the best part of my day. Food coma, as I like to call it. I can't. I can't nap in the day. It's odd. I felt the day's end. The day hasn't like started. So when I wake up after a nap, I feel that's the start of the day, and it really throws me off. <laughs> It's such a weird, it's like 6 p.m. You're like, what do you mean it's 6 p.m.? The day's just begun. What do you mean? What's happened? Then I forget that everything that happened beforehand, so I feel like it doesn't exist. It, it really freaks me out. I do know what you mean. Uh, Graham Arnold, eating so much food that I didn't have to cook that I then pass out into a semi-food coma. <laughs> then says regular Fair. comas are bullshit. Because obviously Graham had one many years ago. He was healthy. Yes, <laughs> yes, he did, yeah. <laughs> Sammy Taylor, she went... Sod the dinner. I'm going straight to the dessert. Trifle is her favourite part of the Christmas dinner. Fuck off. <laughs> Who likes trifle? Oh, how angry you got, then. Wasted an- <laughs> what a wasted answer. Sorry. <laughs> wasted answer, that is. Like, ah, oh, awful. What do sorry, you have for sorry. pudding on Christmas Day? Just out of interest. Gattucks. Gattucks. Love me some Black Forest Gattucks. Oh, give me that cherries now. <laughs> That's gonna be fucking dick in <laughs> This feels weird reading this per this person's answer after you just saying stick my dick in a gatux. But Donna Stevens, Tom's dad cooking it. <laughs> yeah. Fair play. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you, Jamie. When you tried my dad's curry, you never go back to anyone cooking you anything else ever again. Ooh, that sounds, that's, that's big it's talk. That's big talk. The best one of the best moments of my life was being at my dad's house. I was on my own. And uh, I was just in the living room. I think I was watching rugby, maybe. And all I could hear was banger music. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And I walked into the kitchen, and my dad was there, full-on banger music going, like, ding, 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 ding. And he went, welcome to my finest restaurant. Yes, you want spices? You want food? You want candy? Yes, absolutely. Come on down. It was absolutely hilarious. He's like, Dixie, Dixie, eat food. Eat food. Have lots of it now. And bubble ups, everything. And they started, like... Chop up like cucumber and tomato and onion and put loads of vinegar. And he goes, Oh, you try sampler, have sampler, yeah. It was fucking amazing. One of the funniest moments of my life ever. I'll never forget it. It was so great. It was so great. Like throwing spice into the into the pan. It's like, oh, it's like, ah, oh, lovely. See you all have food here, you'll never go back. Yeah. So good. One of the best moments of my life, that is. That's amazing. 
<laughs> Sorry, carry on. <laughs> two episodes. Two, two episodes. Fuck, man. My brain is just making up words today. Two answers left. Jason Gullick. My favourite part is when it's finished and everyone fucks off home. <laughs> Great <laughs> answer. Um, last but not least, you know who it is, ladies and gentlemen. It's only Ryan Williams. Hey, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. See, I save this one for last because not only is it Ryan, but obviously it's different in America because you have a turkey dinner with all the stuffings and everything like weeks before for Thanksgiving. So you always get a different answer. And you sure as shit get a different answer this week, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Honestly, the menu for Christmas dinner varies each year for us. Last year, we had lasagna. Okay. A couple of years ago, we had enchiladas. Oh, amazing. But there are three sides that are always on the table regardless. Honey glazed green beans with bacon, mushrooms and pine nuts. And the other side is my sweet potato casserole, which is made of three sweet potatoes, one yam, two bananas and topped with candied pecans. That sounds amazing. American food is bizarre and wonderful all at the same time, isn't it? Ryan, next year, I'm coming to yours. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to take a trip. But yeah, to Florida. I thought a out. yam was a sweet potato. Am I being really... I don't know. I thought a yam was a sweet potato. It's Cali, so it's not Florida. It's California. It's either side, isn't it? Uh, Sorry, Ryan. We're in Cali, not in Florida. And he said, the third side is scalloped potatoes, but I avoid those like they're the plague. Fair enough. Fair. Don't, Fair. don't know what they are, so that's... Fair. But, <laughs> yeah. I just I love the idea of having enchiladas with those three sides on Christmas. Absolutely love wonderful. It. Well, thank you everybody for participating in Jamie's challenge. We love it every single fucking week. Now we really day. appreciate absolutely everyone. Yeah, it should be all right. Um, it's I, I always think it's one of those eyes bigger than your belly thing. I think I just go. That's oh every meal gosh. for you, mate. Let's go. Ma, half feel like yeah, I can't finish that. Anyway, um, I definitely don't do any of the extras afterwards. I can't do sandwiches or anything like. To, no, no, no. Sorry. Anyway, um, if you enjoy James' participation challenge, Tom's journal, Callum's reachings, the Croxy Croxy wanky bollocks at the beginning, and the interviews. Then you enjoy the other 66 editions of the Chronicles of Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from, whether it be Spotify, Google, Apple, etc., etc. You can also find us on YouTube at the Chronicles of Podcast. Please hit that subscribe button, please. We're 38 away from 200. Hit subscribe now. Get on it. It'd be great. We'd really appreciate it massively, actually. Um, hit the bell to get notified whenever a new video is released. And comment, comment, comment. Get them comments in, mother lovers. You can also find our hashtag WBW way back Wednesdays on there every single Wednesday. They obviously stopped and finished back in August, I believe, uh, but they're all there for you to enjoy. So go back and find those hashtag WBWs. You can also find our live Bloodstock interviews and Bloodstock vlog. It's reached over 400 views. So thank you absolutely everyone that's been watching that. We massively appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, and yeah, there's plenty on there for you to enjoy. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook at The Chronicles of Podcast. Please hit the like button, share it, subscribe to it, everything else. Do all that bits and pieces. It's all at the bottom for you to enjoy. Jamie, um, mm -hmm. where else can you find us? Listening to the new ECFJord album, thinking, how the hell do I pronounce this correctly? Hmm. Yeah, that and on the Twitter at TCO Pod. Wait, hang on a second. Jamie? Yes. Where, where else can you find us? 
where else can you find us sat there writing your Christmas list, making sure you're on Santa's nice list. That and on the Instagram at TCO pod. We're also on TikTok at TCO pod as well. So please come and join us there. Like share, subscribe all, all the normal business. You can also come and find us at our beautifully, sexy, incredibly, deliciously, wonderfully new and incredible little website at www.thechroniclesofpodcast.com. All of our episodes and shows are on there. All of our others are on there. And all of our sponsors and affiliations are on there. Hey, the Chronicles of Podcast. Download us, review us, share us, rate us, subscribe to us, tell all of your friends about us, allow us into your ears. But most importantly, fuck off, fly. Do you really? Why is that fly in my face? Like, seriously, for fuck's sake. What is that all about, eh? Do you ever get? I was going to ask you about ironing, but do you know what? Do you hate it when flies just literally fly around your face, but they just tend to stay there? They don't actually ever fuck off. I think they know. I think they know. You know, when you open the window and you go, go on, off you fuck. They go, ha, ha, I'll pretend. I, I can hear you there. I've got 50,000 eyes. I can see everything that's going on. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Oh, oh, missed it again. Oh, I'll just fuck off back into the house. Never mind. Like, twat. That one then was just literally like, nah. <laughs> and they wouldn't leave me the goddamn ass alone. I genuinely thought you were doing a bit. I didn't even think there was actually a fly there. It was actually fine. It was literally here. It was literally <laughs> like me in my face. Absolute prick. Oh, because it was right at the end where you normally do that little bit. I thought you were doing a bit, not that it was actually a fly there. The timing. No, I was going to actually make a joke about ironing, but then that fly got like little dickhead got in my face. So save that for next week. <laughs> there we are. Before we get out of here, let's say a massive thank you to our friends. First off, every single piece of music you hear on this show comes from one man. Music maestro, singer, songwriter, Matt Roberts. You can find him on all of the social medias at Matt Roberts Music or find him on Spotify by looking up Matt Roberts. Go listen to his most recent single, Perfectly Beautiful perfectly blue rather don't look for blue you won't find that one look for perfectly blue it's an absolutely incredible song we cannot recommend it enough head on over to www.staycozyclothing.com these guys right here there is currently a clearance sale getting rid of all those lines ready for the new lines they should be out very very soon hopefully but get the rest of what is left on there and don't forget you can get yourself a cheeky little discount head on over to the checkout and enter that discount code the chronicles and get yourself 10% off that order and that order better include that sophie lancaster collaborative t-shirt it is a stunning design the weirdo mosha freak t-shirt 50% of the profits from that t-shirt goes straight to these guys because the stay cozy clothing guys are helping the sophie lancaster guys and it means the damn world to us and last but not least, it is the Sophie Lancaster Foundation stamping out prejudice, hatred and intolerance everywhere. We fly their flag. We ring that bell every single week because this foundation means the absolute world to us. If you are from an alternative background like ourselves, like a lot of the guests we talked to on this show, then you will know how it feels to be called names like weirdo, like Mosha, like freak, simply because of the music you listen to and the clothes you wear. And in 2022, it is absolute bullshit that that is still happening. So let's put that to an end. Please go to sophielancasterfoundation.com. Click on that hate crime tab and you will see a questionnaire in there. I want you guys to fill it out if you've ever been treated differently because all that information will be collated and sent off to the government to say, look, there is a clear indication here that people are being treated differently simply because of the way they dress and the music they listen to. 
It is a hate crime. So let us get that sorted. Let us fulfill Sylvia's wish. Before we get out of here, turn talking about the Sophie Lancaster Foundation, a massive happy birthday to Adam Lancaster. We love you, you cheese-loving human, you. We cannot wait to see you at festival season next year. And another thing, last, last year, early this year, Stranger Things, we've had a conversation about Eddie Munson and how everyone loves Eddie Munson. So how about we use that time to reflect and think alternative people? How about we don't pick on them? Because we love them now, right? Eddie Munson, everyone loves him. Take two, Wednesday Adams. Everyone is absolutely loving Wednesday Adams thanks to this Wednesday program. I can guarantee you guys, there's a lot of goth girls out there who look exactly like Wednesday, being treated like shit because of the way they dress and the way they look. How about we take this time to reflect, to change, and make sure this isn't happening and we don't get another case like Sophie's. Take that time to reflect. These people are humans. They have thoughts and feelings and not to be treated like crap because of the way they dress. Let's take that time. Let's pass that message on. Because when these characters are in the limelight, it's a perfect time. It's a perfect time to spread that message. And please all do so. It would mean the absolute world to me. And last but not least, massive thanks to this handsome bugger over here. Look at him. Look at him. Oh, stop it, you. Stop it. I second everything you just said. Absolutely spot on, Jamie. Absolutely spot on. There's nothing I want to add to that. I think that's beautifully said. But um, I think it's uh, another wonderful episode, Jay. Hey, it has been another wonderful episode. Been a, it's been a great one again, and we love it. And thank you all for being here. Isha Fjord, Adi Ragnar, thank you so much for being a part of the show this week. We've absolutely loved every single second of it. Uh, and as for this week, Jamie, I suppose we'll see everybody else next week. We will indeed. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>